0: This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. All right. We are back on Line Dance Podcast on Move Radio with Christopher Gonzalez and...
1: Megan Barsalia.
0: And now we have story time with Megan.
1: (laughs) Story time. Yes.
0: What happened after you came home from Windy City on Sunday night going into Monday morning?
1: Well, I left our mutual location of where cars were parked, where we uh, he basically dropped me off at my car, and I drove home and pulled into the driveway like normal. It was like 7 p.m. here, and I was really, really tired from lack of sleep, and so normally... Once I get home from a dance event, I go straight into the laundry room and put all my dirty clothes straight into the washer. For whatever reason, this time I was too tired and I just wanted to go to bed. So I went upstairs to my room, got ready for bed, said my good nights, and put my, you know, lack of a better term, suitcase at the foot of my bed, took some sleep aids, and went to sleep. It was crazy windy, and I had left my window open. And so I woke up a few times not thinking anything of anything, just heard the wind. And finally I got to a point where it was so loud that I, wa- I got up and I actually shut my window. And during this time I smelt a fire. Um, I kind of didn't think anything of it because I had gone to sleep so early I didn't register what time it was. So it could have been 9 o'clock at night for all I know. And, you know, it was cold, so I assumed people were just, you know, lit their fire or whatever. So I went back to sleep, and I heard my phone text messaging going off. And, again, it was one of those things where I just kind of assumed whatever time it was was, you know, a normal time, and I was just just tired. So I tried to put it on silent, and that's when my mom was knocking on my door. And she knocked on my door, which is not normal for her because one, normally she's asleep, but two, um, in the mornings when she gets up really, really early for work, she tends to be pretty quiet because it's like three o'clock in the morning. So I got out of bed very, very hazily and opened the door and she had said that they had evacuated up to about three blocks from us. Because of a fire and she needed me to research what's going on. So I jumped on my phone and I started looking and it turned out there was a mandatory evacuation for our entire neighborhood um, due to a fire. And so we were like, okay, so she was getting the dogs ready. Um, I had changed out of my pajamas at the time and then I started helping her with the dogs and I had, I remember we had gotten four dogs in the car. There was still a dog downstairs with a lead on her. And I ran back upstairs, grabbed my suitcase bag for whatever reason, and just looked around my room real quick to make sure I had everything my keys, my wallet. And I went out, I went back downstairs. Uh, My mom had asked me to move my car out of the driveway so that she can get the last crate into the car. So we got the last dog into the car. We went back inside. Um, I grabbed a case of water while she grabbed a... um, like a a small little filing tote that has all of her important house documents in it. Um, And for the most part... Uh, I had gone back out to the car. I got I was waiting in my car for her to get ready and get into her car. She was closing the garage. Um, our neighbors came out and they're like, Do they do we know how f- close it is? And they said, I I don't but you need to go we need to get out as soon as possible. And like I turned around and that's when I processed how many cars were just like bumper to bumper pile up in front of my house. Which is very odd because normally it's there's like maybe two or three that you see drive by on a regular time. And here it is, 2.30 in the morning, and it's like bumper-to-bumper bumper traffic. So we're able, we see all of our neighbors pulling out. Um, I get on the phone with her, and I was asking her about um, some of our other neighbors. And she's like, no, no, I saw them leave already. I'm like, okay, good. And then... It took us about three hours to drive what would normally take seven minutes. So that was kind of scary. I remember calling a few people, letting them know I was safe because they were like blowing up my phone. I called you, woke you up. Unfortunately, I felt bad about that. But... You know, like there was a few people that I was like, no, no, you need to know that what's going on and you need to know that I'm safe. I'm not, you know, in this fire or whatever. Um, So finally we were able to like get to a spot like three hours later where we were able to move. um, And uh, my mom ended up heading towards my brother's with my brother. Uh, he had met her with gas because she was actually running low on gas she was afraid that if they got stuck in traffic again that she'd run out of gas so he met her with a gas can and they drove out uh, to my brother's house with the dogs and you know I went my way and um, I I knew sitting in my car at a certain point when I looked over through the fields that was between me and where my house was based on where the flames were I knew I just knew the house was gone and I kind of still was fighting against that feeling and still had that little bit of hope and uh I know that once I had gotten to Runner Park, I had pulled off the freeway. My brother had called me, and apparently my father had driven over or rode over on his bike and to confirm whether or not the house was still there, and uh, it wasn't. He took a video of it burning um, to show us. And so I got the news from my brother that it was official. We had lost the house. So that was definitely a crazy emotional wreck of a time. Um, And I just kind of had to process from there, knowing that the only thing I had was whatever I had in my car which just so happened to be my dance bag, which that was very fortunate. Um, And you know, like my mom and the dogs and the dog food. So that was nice. Um, But you know, it was just, it was a process. It was a, it was an interesting experience and a scary one. And one that put a lot of things into perspective I know that we had contacted a, a neighbor of ours uh, to follow up to f- make sure that they were okay and you know physically and everything. And we had found out that while we were loading up the dogs, um, our backyard fence was actually on fire. So that's kind of a scary thought to know that like you know five or ten more minutes of grabbing something or, you know, not waking up or whatever it could have been, could have had a whole different story. Um, So, I was finally able to get a little bit of sleep early, early morning, around like seven in the morning, and I woke up and... The overwhelming love and support that I had already received from so many of our wonderful dance family and friends out there, just, it brought me to tears knowing that I wasn't alone in this, and Rachel, bless her heart, her amazingly generous selfless heart uh set up a GoFundMe account for me and has raised so much money which has certainly helped to put mine and my mom's minds at ease and the amazing things people have been saying and the support they've been showing it just I mean I can't thank you is so minute And so inadequate at a time that I just... I I have no other words to give but thank you. Um, It's very helpful knowing that I'm not alone in this. And, you know, people have reached out and... I've already gotten, you know, some clothes together. And, you know, some people have gotten some stuff for the dogs. And so it's just that part is really nice um, and kind of amazing the scary thing is is this fire is still doing whatever it wants um, and it's still threatening many loved ones and friends and families and you know the all the emergency responders from here and from out of state and out of the area and people have been flown in to try and help fight this thing and you know I just hope everybody's out there being safe and you know taking care of themselves and their families so yeah it was scary say the least
0: gives you some mobility options for future relocations yeah, the world is your oyster. You got yes. Denver. You got Florida. You got the UK. You got I d- Netherlands. I do. Portland is this weekend.
1: Portland is this weekend. I'm very much looking forward to that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. It it also doesn't help that I have been sick. Mm-hmm. So um, where I would normally find solace in dancing, I haven't really had the um, Health capacity to put forth my best foot. However, I, I definitely woke up feeling much better this morning, so I'm very much looking forward to throwing all of everything I have into this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then again, um, seeing everybody at Boots and Buckles on Friday is going to be very very beneficial. And then I'm really looking forward to Vegas. Oh my gosh, I'm looking forward to Vegas. I can't wait to for all the hugs. Mm-hmm. And all the laughter and all the dance. And I'm looking forward to meeting new people and just, you know, enjoying what life does have to offer.
0: If anybody does want to help Megan get back on her feet, I will go ahead and say that the URL for the GoFundMe that Rachel started for, Rachel, the Rachel McEnany-White, um, started this this GoFundMe Uh, to help support Megan and her family and it's GoFundMe.com slash Megan M-E-G-A-N dash Barsulia B-A-R-S-U-G-L-I-A dash fire GoFundMe.com slash Megan dash Barsulia dash fire and the goal that Rachel had set has been long surpassed of course it takes all sorts of um, of things to make up a normal life as it once was in a house. (laughs) Um, All of Megan's clothes that she didn't have with her, uh, all her yearbooks, uh, movies, pictures, all that stuff's gone. And of course, you know, money can only go so far, but it it sure does help in uh, setting her up someplace new to live and, you know, just getting the general supplies. Little simple things like... Hair care products. <laughs> you don't think about that, but you have to spend money to get that. So, if anybody would like to contribute anything like that, uh, you are certainly more than welcome to it. GoFundMe.com slash megan fire Also, um, Facebook has made it very easy to, to send private donations. Um, you can just hit the little plus sign in Messenger, and there's an option to transfer money. So, if you'd like to send funds directly to Megan, you are able to do that through Facebook Messenger they don't deduct any fees or anything like that and also if you have anything physical like uh, a shirt that you think would look great on Megan <laughs> or or new suede boots to replace the ones that burned up her favorite pair of suede boots you can send those in the mail to my address because she's here every week <laughs> on uh, Line dance podcast on Move Radio and my address is one uh, my the current uh, address that you can send it to Um, depending on how much longer I'll be here, it might end up changing in a few months, but uh, it'll be 190 Alma, A-L-M-A, Avenue, which is located in Ronert Park, California, which is spelled R-O-H-N-E-R-T Park, P-A-R-K, comma, California, zip code 94928, and this is in the United States of America, in case you're sending anything from overseas, and that is where you can send anything that you may wish to pass along to Megan. So again, you can send her any any helpful funds directly on Facebook Messenger, or on the GoFundMe page that Rachel started for her GoFundMe.com/Megan-Barsilia-Fire. Or you can mail items to that address: 190 Alma Avenue, Raner Park, California 94928. If any of you out there know how the Line Dance Foundation works. I think it requires a nomination. So, if anybody out there would like to nominate Megan, I think she would certainly um, be a an able and, uh, I, in my mind, deserving recipient of any helpful funds that could get her back in in the um, four walls that we are all accustomed to, with a roof and everything. Mm. All right, it's that time again. Three o'clock. We're winding down. So thank you so much for listening this week as always uh we we appreciate that there are people who don't mind hearing us talk about line dance apparently there are people at windy city who who listen regularly
1: i guess
0: (sighs) craziness um so thank you again for tuning in um and thank
1: you again for everything just having smiling faces on the dance floor is more than helpful so thank you
0: this has been Line Dance Podcast on Move Radio with Christopher Gonzalez and
1: Megan Barcelia.
0: And until next time, we will see, see you, you on I'm the dance floor.